Hello again and welcome to the LDS Study Session, episode 96 with your host, Matthew Roberts. I can't believe that for 96 days, fairly consecutively, I've managed to keep this going and hoping to do so for many days and years and months and years to come. Um, we are going to be uh, taking a break from our Come Follow Me study for today. We're going to look at the, the Book of Mormon 21-day challenge. Uh, I thought I'd dip into that again. And pick out a day from that. So we're on day four up to this point uh, in our in our uh, study sessions, and the question for day four is: How can sins be forgiven? That's Alma thirty six verses one to twenty four. Now, uh, when we look uh, into this uh, section, we see quite quite quickly that it's Alma talking uh, to his son Helaman, and he's asking uh, his son to pay attention to what he's saying. Now, um, it's quite interesting, this start, and I like kind of how he approaches his son in verses 2 and 3. Alma, let's not forget, by this stage is quite a well-established high priest of the church. He has been teaching and testifying for many years, and he is now, uh, at this point, speaking to his three sons. And it's recorded, uh, these uh, father's interviews, and I love this because... Um, He's basically, you know, this this wonderful person, I'm sure, by this point. He's coming to his son in a spirit of humility. Uh, in verse 2, he says, I would that you should do as I have done in remembering the captivity of our fathers. Um, so he's kind of saying here about how uh, he is encouraging his son to remember what he's done uh, and to do a few things. And then in verse 3, he says a wonderful phrase. He says, And now, my son Helaman, behold, thou art in thy youth, and therefore I beseech of thee that thou wilt hear my words and learn of me. Now, I don't know why, but just when I was reading this, and as he then goes on through what he's about to go through in terms of teaching him about what happened to him, um, I can't help but feel that this is, because it sounds like, you know, learn of me, you know, learn of what I've done. But actually, I think also there's a sense here that Alma's trying to say to him, learn what I did and try not to have to go through this. Because he then goes through straight into it from verse 6, so a few verses later, about how he was going about destroying the church. Uh, and, you know, I think that this is an opportunity for her, Alma to testify to his son about what he, you know, the things he's done wrong and how he came through those things. Um, but, the, you know, he wants his son to be better, you know, be and have better than what he's had to go through. Um, because, of course, then we obviously read of the experience of Alma when he was younger uh, and he was going about destroying the church. He sees the angel and he, he then goes through this quite chronologically. Uh, and there's not a lot I got from there. But then obviously when he then does fall to the ground and um, goes into his kind of not trance, but his spiritual experience that he has with the saviour that's where we really start to answer the question how can sins be forgiven um in verse 14 he says this yea i had murdered many of his children or rather led them away unto destruction yea in fine so great had been my iniquities that the very thought of coming into the presence of my god did rack my soul with an inexpressible horror now this is an interesting phrase this that he had murdered many of his children, or rather led them away unto destruction. Which is it? You know, had he actually murdered people? Or was he referring to the fact that he had, you know, murdered them spiritually in a sense? 
I don't know if we have the complete answer. I presume he didn't go about murdering people. I mean, if he did that, then he would have been arrested and tried and all of these things. So the fact is, is that he wasn't arrested or tried and he was, you know, he was free to go about and destroy the church if he so wished. So I, I'm presuming from this fact that he actually wasn't a murderer. Um, but from what we learn from this, in this sense, he kind of views what he did on the same level because he kind of puts them in the same phrase. He had murdered them or rather led them away to destruction, which, you know, for their eternal lives would have been a, a horrendous thing for those people that he had, he had affected. So basically what the point that Alma's trying to get across here is that he went as low as anyone could go. Uh, and this is why, because he's then going to teach to his son Helaman just the contrast from how low you can go to the fact that anyone can have their sins forgiven. He is hoping that his son Helaman will see that even he, his father, who went through and did those horrendous things from his perspective, they were as horrendous as murder, um, he was still, you know, redeemed. Oh, not because of him, not because of what he was able to do, but simply from his Redeemer, Jesus Christ. I just love that kind of contrast that he tries to paint for his son in how low he was and to then how he feels that joy, which we'll come on to in a moment. Elder Kent F. Richards of the Seventy um, kind of put this in full words. In his talk, The, the Atonement's Cover of All Pains, uh, in April 2011, and he said this, quote, There is another kind of pain for which we are responsible. Spiritual pain lies deep within our souls and can feel unquenchable, being as even as being racked with an inexpressible horror, as Alma described it. It comes from our sinful actions and lack of repentance. For this pain, too, there is a cure that is universal and absolute. It is from the Father through the Son, and it is for each of us who is willing to do all that is necessary to repent. Christ said, Will ye not, will ye not now return unto me and be converted that I may heal you? Close quote. Uh, I mean, this is just, I, I felt, you know, the pains of, of sin and trials in my life, uh, and I will continue to do so, I'm sure. You know, if Nephi um, can fill a whole chapter in Second Nephi chapter 4 of his sorrows and disgust at himself for the things that he does wrong, you know, and you, you, can, you kind of see kind of the, the nature of character that he was, then I'm sure all of us go through these these experiences where we just feel like, you know, I, I, just, I just make these many mistakes. Um, but we can all come through as Alma did. Uh, and this is what we're looking at in, in this Book of Mormon Challenge Day. He goes through about how he felt these horrendous pains. He felt judged by God, or he was horrified that he was, he was going to be judged by God. Uh, and that he was harrowed up by the memory of his many sins, racked with torment, such powerful... Um, harsh expressions of the pain that he felt uh, that, at that moment of time. But then in verse 18, um, we then see what happens. He says in verse 18, Now as my mind caught hold upon this thought, I cried within my heart, O Jesus, thou Son of God, have mercy on me, who am in the gall of bitterness, and I am encircled about by the everlasting chains of death. He called upon his Saviour. He called for the atonement to be um, you know, working in his life. And I think that we uh, overcomplicate things sometimes when we are thinking about things we need to repent of or things that we need to um, need to be forgiven for. You know, I think that we worry that we aren't worth it, that, you know, we, we, we can't possibly, um, you know, be worthy of what our Saviour has made possible for us. But we just need to remember that we just need to call upon him 
be you know willing to strive to make those changes and make those changes and then move forward from that and change and improve um elder jeffrey r holland spoke about this uh, in a wonderful talk that he gave uh, in 2016 um it was at the end of the conference in april 2016 and he said in the talk tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you it's such an uplifting talk and i really encourage you to have a look at it uh, he says this quote now with that majestic devotion ringing from heaven as the great constant in our lives, manifested most purely and perfectly in the life, death and atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can escape the consequences of both sin and stupidity, of our own or that of others, in whatever form they may come to us in the course of daily living. If we give our heart to God, if we love the Lord Jesus Christ, if we do the best we can to live the gospel, then tomorrow... And every other day is ultimately going to be magnificent, even if we don't always recognise it as such. Why? Because our Heavenly Father wants it to be. He wants to bless us. A rewarding, abundant and eternal life is the very object of his merciful plan for his children. It is a plan predicted on the truth that all things work together for good to them that love God. So keep loving, keep trying, keep trusting, keep believing, keep growing. Heaven is cheering you on today, tomorrow and forever. Close quote. Such uplifting words because I know many people listening to this and myself included will have things that you're working on that then you know you keep making that same mistake over and over again and it can be disheartening and you just think am I ever going to get you know better at this aspects of my life but tomorrow will be better if we keep trying keep trusting keep believing and aim to keep growing and the important part is trusting in God and having our saviour as our constant guide um, and I think, you know, we in a quote mentioned yesterday on the, on the podcast, uh, it talked about how prayer is the key to that. And I think that, you know, we need to look at how we are worshipping, how we are um, keeping ourselves as close to the Saviour as we can. Because, you know, when we go through day-to-day life, we can forget that. And that's what Elder Holland was trying to make the point of. He was the last speaker and he was making the point that, um, you know, General Conference has ended. There's been wonderful messages and I bet that by Monday you will still have remembered some of them. By Tuesday there'll be a vague memory, and by Wednesday you've forgotten it ever happened. Uh, and that's just human. That's just natural. But um, you know, we as as the challenge asks, how can sins be forgiven? It's by our Savior Jesus Christ, and it's by us just doing our best to to strive to be what our Savior wants us to be. But then remembering to call upon Him when we need that help, which we will always do every day. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this um, this podcast entry today. A lot of focus on the atonement of our Saviour, which is, you know, my favourite topic to discuss. If there's anything that you've um, been um, studying yourself, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, until we meet again.